Hi everyone, this is Divided Films, the podcast where we talk about movies that audiences and critics do not agree on. I'm JJ, with me as always is my co-host Keith. Hello! And uh, this episode, we don't have one, but two guests with us, our friends Sean and Lindsay. Uh, Sean and Lindsay are a couple. Sean is one of the masterminds behind the Frog Boys sketch comedy. Uh, so thank you guys for coming here today. Thank you. Our first doubleheader. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, we are here today to talk about the 2005 film Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, directed by Tim Burton and starring Johnny Depp. Um, so this movie will fall into the category of um, positive score with critics and a negative score with audiences. Uh, does that surprise you guys that the critics like this more than like general audiences? I liked it, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I didn't like it, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I guess this it boils that you guys would basically be like. A microcosm of this sort of. This uh, is that, that you're, you guys are perfect for this movie. Yeah, uh, this so this might work out a little differently than our other episodes where you guys are probably trying to convince us to come to your side. So <laughs> let's see uh, how that goes. So the exact scores, according to Rotten Tomatoes, 83% fresh with critics, 51% a rotten with audiences. So a 32% difference. It's quite a difference there. Um, the critics' consensus, and uh, I guess, Lindsay, as someone who likes this movie, this might be something you agree with, and not necessarily Sean. Closer to the source material than 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is for people who like their chocolate visually appealing and dark. And, uh, you know, visual is the word I probably will agree with the most. I think visually, you know, the production design of this movie... Um, you know, Tim Burton, obviously, that's just kind of his bread and butter is just like, you know, really striking sets and, you know, just a strong vision. So I they give that They went all movie, out for this one. Yeah, I, I give the movie credit for just having, like, really great visuals. Sean, I think you're... Definitely for the sets, yeah. You I can definitely give it to it for the sets. Get on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think it was just, like, magical looking. Like, everything was, like, so extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And you go in and there's, like, the chocolate fountain and, mm-hmm. like, all the... You know, I like that. Yeah, I think this was like a very, um, even though it's dark, there's like a lot of bright colors, you know, it it definitely has um, that magic feel to it where, you know, the 1971 version, that factory seemed a little more industrial. uh, And, you know, this this discussion being that this is the second adaptation of, you know, the story, it kind of, we're going to have to, you know, talk a little bit about the original, just that comes with the territory. Um, so, you know, you can make comparisons, but I think both movies have their merits. I'll say that at least. This is probably my, I think I saw this movie in theaters in 2005 and I walked away going like, Hey, I saw a movie. I didn't like, it was all right. And when this is my second time watching it and I found myself actually like enjoying it despite its flaws. Like it has flaws. I don't think it's as high as an 83, but I don't think it's as low as a 51. That's where, like, I I think this conversation is where I, where do I place it? Yeah. But I found myself enjoying it. I, I, I enjoyed parts of it. I think other parts, you know, um, were, I, like, for me, for example, I don't think I laughed as much as I remembered laughing when I first Ooh. saw this. I feel like, for me, uh, the humor for this movie, you know, it's a bit hit and miss. Is it supposed to be a comedy, though? 
I think there's definitely whimsical. There's jokes. Yeah. I think there's definite like jokes that you know so, some some hit, some don't. Like some dark humor. You know, yeah. I, that's the tone I'm kind of getting with this movie. I, I don't find Johnny Depp funny at all. Like I know he's the one probably making the most jokes, but well, it's just like yeah. Let's dive into that. I, so I do. I think it's like he's like. Creepy, it's a creepy funny. It's like almost like Michael Jackson vibes. That is Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's a comparison. But not, turn me on. But like almost better because then like he's not a pedophile. Like he doesn't have any kids in the in the. <laughs> he has like, one. That's country. a low bar though. No, no, no. Well, he's not a pedophile. The Oompa Loompas are overage. The Oompa Loompas are overage. He doesn't like children. Like he doesn't really like children. He only has like the five that he ever invited into his factory. It's a vibe. Though. You catch that vibe from this man. Yeah, I think so. If we're yeah. going to go into the cast here, Johnny Depp, I think, maybe is the most divisive um, aspect of this movie. Even and the critics that like this movie, Roger Ebert included, they will, a majority of them say, like, I love the movie, but Johnny Depp. You know, I think, yeah. for me, I think it's, <laughs> it's a combination of maybe his performance and maybe. I, I feel like they didn't write a lot of funny things for him to say. Like, like there's, uh, like, in the original version, you know, Gene Wilder, and I don't know if this was improv or not, you know, had a lot of, like, wisecracks throughout the whole movie. I feel like there's some shots of Giant Depp just looking at what's happening without necessarily anything to say. And it's like, oh, I feel like there should be a line there. Like, mm. when Augustus Goop falls into the chocolate fountain or something, he kind of just is watching with a smile on his face, and it's like a quiet, it's just got a silent shot. It's like, was there supposed to be a joke there? It doesn't seem like they have that much material for him to, like, say something funny. Like, see, see, I think like when you're comparing it with the original, it's just Gene Wilder that like that character versus the Johnny Depp character. I just feel like there was a heart to that character. Mm-hmm. There was like some kind of give. Whereas this one, like very early on, you're like, yeah, like Willy Wonka's kind of a dick. Like yeah. he's kind of a dick. Like I, I do agree that Gene Wilder is the gold standard, mm-hmm. but. Uh, to go off that critic consensus, I've se- I think this movie has been remapped. The trailer, at least, you, there is a creepy vibe to it. Yeah. Well, that the tone is set, you know. And Tim Burton definitely jumped into that. Yeah, I mean, I think that obviously, you know, dark is the other keyword from this consensus. This is like kind of going for a darker tone. You get that with the Danny Elfman music, which I have to say, the Danny Elfman music is, I feel like, the most generic sounding Danny Elfman music you get. <laughs> if like, if I had to like come up with like a, a stereotypical Danny Elfman Tim Burton score. It would be like this sort of, you know, like, you know, la, 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 la. You know, you kind of get, like, I think a lot of the classic stuff you get. I mean, this is a a team-up that we've seen a few times already. Tim Burton, Johnny Depp, Danny Elfman. See, can can I just ask, can anyone uh, recite or, like, give me back one of the songs from the new one? Oh, I have a lot to say about that. Oh, because so. because uh, is that a part you jump into that? Yeah, later? yeah. Well, <laughs> we can get into that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we jump around. Like let's, Deep Roy is a funny guy, but I have a lot to say about these Oompa Loompas. Let's keep going with the cast first. So yeah, Johnny Depp. I I will say this. I appreciate that he's trying to do something different, and I think this whole movie is trying to do something different mm-hmm. than the first adaptation did. Uh, so I give that credit, but you know, I I feel like it maybe um could have been a little. It, it, it's more aligned with the original novel. Okay. Uh, if we're let's go all the way back to the uh, like the beginning, the doll, the doll, Roll doll, Roll doll, Roll doll, the doll family hated the original. Oh, they did. And they have the rights to it. They were. I didn't uh, during my research on this. I didn't know he wrote a sequel 
called Charlie and the Glass Elevator, and they're oh, like, they I were, think I heard about with that, the success I'm... of the. So you're gonna have to fill in some of the blanks Wait, on, yeah, on so the, the doll family. I don't know. The I doll know. family it have the like, rights to the to the very original to the, original to their father's work, okay. and they hate roll. Roll hated, they hated the movie with Gene Wilder because they really kind of dealt from the source material. For better, I think. It's more iconic. Um, so they kind of, like, they've been, Hollywood's been wanting to remake this for years, since the 90s. Mm. This They went through an array of different directors. Marty Scorsese was going to direct this. Oh, I that don't one, know if that's his sort of realm. I, this, all my life, I've always wanted to have chocolate. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> They turned out, they hated, the Dahl family hated, they turned down every director except for Tim Burton. I feel like Tim Burton seems like a... Perfect director. Yeah, I, I would have, going into this, I would have thought, like, oh yeah, like, Tim Burton would have been maybe my first choice. I mean, you know, again, if, if the original tone is something a little darker, then, you know, Tim Burton's your guy. I feel like Tim Burton, in a lot of his movies, is able to juggle multiple tones, you know, especially, like, a dark tone with maybe more, like, humor or... You know what have you? They were they were the only director that they would sign off of, mm. and there's like, when Tim Burton's passionate about something, I think it ends up being a good product, because like uh, it's a sweet story. But when they went to like, uh, when he went to the Doll Estate and he saw the writers, uh, I'm not I hate saying his name over and over, but he saw the writers uh, his room. He's he's like this is Charlie Bucket's house, and the family like this is why you're the director. Mm-hmm. And I I did not like that house. There that the whole house? that whole house is a Dutch angle. It's always <laughs> on a slant. Like it's well, the it's the it's the most every house around it is fine except yeah. this house and they're eating cabbage and I just well see I think that that choice to me seemed like this is more like oh. this is like a, this this movie I feel like is trying to be more of like a storybook come to life. Oh yes. Right. So that's why you know I think we can make you know make fun of it like you know, Charlie's definitely going to catch pneumonia sleeping. You know, with that hole in the roof <laughs> right above his head. On the production side, I, it's a well-made production, yeah. but the door is at a 45-degree angle. This <laughs> family is below poverty, and they're surrounded <laughs> by, like, wealth, and they're eating yeah. cabbage. And that's why it's so nice that, like, they he gets the factory. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a beautiful story of, like, rags to riches. Freddie Highmore is a really good Charlie. Like yeah. The, uh, oh yeah, he's a great. Like artist. the whole cast, like uh, Johnny Depp aside, the whole cast yeah. actually really works. I like the grand, I like the grandparents. Like I like um, not necessarily actually Grandpa Joe. I feel like Grandpa Joe kind of creeped me out a little mm-hmm. bit. But I like the other grandpa. He's better. gonna be a fatty. Yeah, the, the yeah. one who's like cursing. I like that grandpa. I they have person. I can't tell you anything about the grandparents in the the seventies uh, version. The 70s one, but each one had sadly dementia was yeah. one of the characteristics grandma of one. Georgina. But they each had a parent. A characteristic, and I re- also really enjoyed that grandparent. So I think, yeah, they tried to give the grandparents a little more personality, which um, I liked. Then, uh, with more going more into the cast, uh, you know, these these kid actors who played the other kids, I always thought it was funny that they a lot of them look exactly like the kids from the '70s version. Like Veruca Salt is like. It's like they cloned her from the 70s and saved her for this movie. I thought that was funny. I, I think the kids are fine. I like that they updated it a little bit, too. Like, Mike TV is really into video games. Instead of cowboys. Like, yeah. they, the the modernization works for the kids, not with the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not yeah, with the Oompa Loompas. Yeah. I always... Yeah. Deep Roy, like, okay, you're, you're cutting costs, and Deep Roy actually, like, he did all these separately. But I'm I like... that was I, a choice. I didn't think it was for money. It's like... like 
it's like how do you the whole thing was for money yeah, well, well, yeah, like, okay, how, how do you modernize a Oompa Loompa song and then like I forgot everything about the original as I'm, or the first time when I'm seeing it and I'm like I bet there's gonna be a guitar do you, do like you a like, guitar like and there was it, it was just it felt like just so much every single scene they're just doing too much you have was, a, no, okay, it's like a think? fantasy magical thing. Like, how could you do too much? Like, mm-hmm. well, like okay, I'm not the hugest fan. I definitely did like the old Oompa Loompas. They look a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But, like, whatever. It's like a magical fairy tale <laughs> book. Like, let them dance and have all these crazy things, and then they go into, like, their Beatles moment, and they do mm-hmm. their other thing, and they have, like, did you, you know, like the like, songs? The songs are okay. Can you, can you sing? Can you recite one of them? No. Okay, but no. But from the original, you can. Off but the top this of your is head. not comparing the original. This is we're talking about. This on their movie. own. Yeah, on their own. What and like. Think? Right. Yeah, it has. Fun. It has I not one. It. Not one part of it. Can you go? Oh, like that song where they go. Uh. Mm-hmm. Uh. Like you have no idea. I did like the fact like. I, I can't remember who the kid. I think it was uh, Charlie. He's like. Why do they know all this? Yeah, yeah that was cool. Like, they, was like cool. I'm happy yeah. someone called that out. It's like, like it was like a meta like, moment. Like, there. Yeah, that was Loop. What rhymes with Gloop? Yeah. Linkaboop. Like, and I like the backstory. Like, I, they, yeah, you kind of dive yes. more. See, that's what I find kind of funny too is that this is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but it's kind of more about Willy Wonka this time. You know, mm-hmm. you see more. They dive into his backstory more. Mm-hmm. You find out about how he got the Oompa Loompas. Like, you get. I love the Oompa Loompa story. How he got the Oompa Loompas. I thought that was great. You like, see, that Oompa was Loompa. actually one of my like. I liked that part of the movie. Yeah. I liked like when he because it reminded me of like better Johnny Depp movies. <laughs> <laughs> this reminded me of like other it's movies. Like a that, different movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. This yeah. Is, Johnny Depp's in the forest, like kind of exploring. This is like back to something I would like from him. This mm-hmm. is like during if I. Peak Johnny Depp, like this is him yeah, at it. Like, shot, like two years, this is two thousand five, so two thousand three was Pirates of the Caribbean. And then he had Finding Neverland a year before. Uh, that's how he met Freddie Highmore mm-hmm. and recommended him for Charlie. Like this is him at like give like Tim Burton and jo- uh, Johnny, they're gonna make gold. See, and I think I like my Johnny Depp like not in the big big franchises. I think I like him in like. You know, That's how I like my Tim Burton. Yeah. You Balumpas ate nothing but green caterpillars, which tasted revolting. The Oompa-Loompas kept looking for other things to mash up with the caterpillars to make them taste better. Red beetles, the bark of the bong-bong tree, all of them beastly, but not quite so beastly as the caterpillars. There are to me, three stages of Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Like, one is the 90s, and that's kind of like the independent, his idea. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands, he kind of recreated yeah. Batman. And this I would put in the second Tim Burton, where studios are like, you're going to make us money. We'll give you unlimited budget. Right. And there's a few, like, there's a there, there's some really good stuff, like Big Fish and, yeah, a big fish and, Sweeney, and Sweeney Todd. Yep. And then there's... I would even consider this is a financial success, but and there's also Planet of the Apes, and then I think uh, once yeah. Alice in Wonderland hit, it's not that he has made hasn't made a bad movie. It's just they're kind of oh yeah, Tim Burton's still like Dumbo. Well, this is Tim like, Burton direct the the Grinch, the the new the new Grinch, or was that with Jim Carrey or something else? Like with Jim Carrey? I, I, I don't know. I just felt like I this, just think that's Tim Burton. That, no, that's Ron not, Howard. That's Ron, Ron Howard. Howard. There it is. Well, I think this might have been like his first remake of like a, well again I would I would first want to say this is a second adaptation more so than a remake. Mm-hmm. 
because a lot of people, at least from the audience reviews, like keep referring to it as a remake, but I think the idea was to adapt the book a second time, which I think there is like a difference there. Uh, but, uh, you know, you have this movie, and then, you know, he comes out with Alice in Wonderland, and I feel like he's done, like, mostly uh, remakes or second adaptations ever since. Like, Dark Shadows, Dumbo, and it's, like, it's not necessarily they're bad movies, but they're just, like, I don't know they, they come and go, and I, don't know I miss Tim do. Burton. I miss the guy, the little lonely nerd who drew, like, Jack Skellington and Edward James Cicerone. the Giant Peach. That's like one of the greatest. Uh, cor- like Corpse that Bride. Actually, like, I looked up. That also meets the qualifications for this podcast, which we can talk about uh, another occasion. Come back, oh, come back sure. to that one. I, I, I'm all in for that. I that might be all yeah. awesome. I love that movie. might not create as good. That one I think was, uh, if memory serves, I looked it up. It was like similar to this movie, very high critical score, a much lower audience score. Whoa. So, you know, that could be, uh, say that, that one like for another day. like 90s audiences too, right? Right? Are the scores coming from the specific times around it was when it was released, right? Um, yeah, so these, uh, it's, it's a mix of people who like, reviewed it at the time. Well, at least the critical scores are mostly of the time. I think a lot of the audience scores have like various years. years. Since. Various years. Because some things, you know, age a certain way and you go, Very oh, that true. was actually... I think the so age you think good. this movie, you know, 2005, it hasn't been, you know, this is 14 years ago. I watching this, you know, I feel like the effects still hold up. I don't think it looks outdated, really. Maybe, I, maybe I think the one scene that looked a little off was uh, when what's your name turns into a blueberry. I feel like that CGI you could tell is like a little like old. But besides that, I mean, most of it, you know, the sets and everything are mostly like practical. I gotta so. give them credit for using real squirrels. That's amazing. <laughs> like, like, yeah. that, like they, like for the squirrels were you not amazing. That was that? like they right. trained squirrels for like ten weeks on how to like. <laughs> Uh, to crack open their own nuts and then attack a little girl, but uh, like they, they wanted to use real squirrels and damn it, they yeah. they had the That's money impressive. to throw That's at like impressive. That gives them a few points. Beep, beep. And then another set piece, like you know, all these rooms that they go into all look very like you know distinctive. You know, the squirrel room has like a cool look with like that garbage chute in the middle and the yeah. squirrel. You know, like the inventing room looks uh, kind of neat. Uh, so, you know, again, like, I feel like the highest notes I can give for this movie definitely is coming again from the production design. Yeah. Uh, the other actors, though, what do you think of the parents? Did you like the parents in this version? Um, if anything, like, stands out to you. Like, Missy Pyle, anytime I see her in something, I'm like, yes, it's Missy Pyle! <laughs> I want to see more of her, personally. She I, always plays a good bitch. Yeah, she has, like, the eyebrows <laughs> for that. Oh, yeah, she was my favorite. She's the only parent that I, like remember and I just saw it like recently too so it's like <laughs> the other parents are just like whatever yeah yeah they're kind of just there I feel yeah. like the I remember the German mother from the original one more because she for some reason she kept saying save some room for later <laughs> and I, I never understood what that meant like why <laughs> like every time the kids eat she's like save some room I'm like for what yeah, I was absolutely <laughs> disgusted by Augusta like it's just like, I, like this is my 10th like they I eat chocolate all yeah they made they made all these kids like evil personified yeah right? they were i think they were more evil than in the original version because uh, in the or in the 70s version they were kind of like not malicious they just were like like is chewing gum really that bad whereas in this movie they made <laughs> they made violet more of like this like in your face like you gotta win be number one which i kind of like they were all just like seem like different versions of spoiled you know what i mean mm, like yeah. that was really like the one adjective they all definitely well should. there's like greed like i think they all like there's it's been thrown out there that they represent uh, 
like the deadly sins. Seven, seven deadly, deadly sins, sins, and I'm like, yeah. oh, it's. I imagine the writer John August definitely like took that. Yeah, and obviously, ran Augustus with it. is right. gluttony, and then uh, Veruca is greed. I guess you can say, and then maybe you can also go like for like Mike TV is sloth. I was gonna right. say uh, like uh, you mean the angry kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say anger. Oh, anger. And this movie is anger. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that's one, too, actually. And then, uh, and then uh, Pride. This, Pride for Violet. And then... Are we I would say Charlie's Envy. And, uh, I don't know, he's like... But I, he's I'd rather boy. not... Yeah, Charlie's a good boy. He's yes. nothing. I know, but I'd rather he's not live in a house with a 45-degree angle like the, uh... He was happy with his house. He, he was. was he was. He chose to stay with his family, which is nice. There are deleted scenes where he's just screaming into a pillow. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> his roof had like what? It was obvious. Like when he like looks up, he's like, "Hey, everybody!" They were he like, good "They were like practically." Uh, Those kids should have signed. I I would I would have appreciated a scene like if anything happens to you on this trip, you will not well, sue. You see that in the original <laughs> version. That's why they signed that wall with like the increasingly hard to read text. The waiver scene. Yeah. The waiver. I, I would have appreciated that. At least a deleted scene because those kids you are got the waiver scene in the original one. Yeah. But even they made the waiver scene I'm using in the original one with like the creepy like hat the hand things that grab your hat. Like that was kind of like weird. Um, okay, so I think the cast overall, you know, they, I think maybe not much standouts, but like we like the kids and you know, Johnny Casting Depp. was great. I think casting yeah. they took care of it. The oh, and then there's the family, like you know, Helen Helen Bonham Carter just kind of being like her probably her most normal role of any role she's ever had, just being like. You know, just like a normal, nice. My person. husband's making a movie. Who am I? Like, I, like yeah. she was good in it. So was the the guy from um, the guy who chopped Game up of Thrones. Yeah, he sure chopped off Jamie's hand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, Cass, I would say, you know, uh, at the end of the day, though, I think Johnny Depp is. Yeah. You know, if you like him, you like the cast. If you don't like him, you don't like the cast. Good morning, Starshine. The Earth says hello. Dear guests, greetings. Welcome to the factory. I shake you warmly by the hand. My name is Willy Wonka. <laughs> then shouldn't you be up there? Well, I couldn't very well watch the show from up there, now could I, little girl? I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to challenge you on that, just in the, in the sense of, I love Johnny Depp. I think he's a great, amazing fucking actor, but for the, like, this is like the only time it's ever happened, any movie with him, he's the part I don't like about this movie. Mm-hmm. No, that's one like... of the weirdest things. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like you don't like him. I feel like for a lot of the audiences, it's like he alone might be like, oh, like oh, this movie gotcha. or not. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. totally. Uh, and yeah, like I said, you can like give shining stars to like some of the other actors in this movie, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like Johnny, he's Jeff, the make or break. Exactly. He's the yeah. he's the Willie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, he's the, the Willie. Uh, I found his his acting choices while I can. A for effort it. I kind of get what he's doing. I, I mean, get what he's doing, he's but... He's like repressed child. He's like an adult child who had a repressed childhood. Yeah. I kind of get that. But, like, did the original Willie... I mean, maybe that's probably what's what also kind of, like, uh, put me in, like, a weird place with this movie is because of the original. Because mm-hmm. there's all that weight of the original one. Like, I don't remember... Willy Wonka having like this weird repressed memories of a child. Oh no! Uh, you're, see, you're comparing. It I know, I am. Again. That's that's like, what just, that's what hurt this one. That was the death they gave. They gave like the character kind of more like again a different take, a different spin. They dive into his background more, where you don't really get any of that in the original one. Right. It's just kind of Gene Wilder 
you know, doing his thing. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, like, Gene the perfect backstory. Like, his he dad's did. a dentist and, like, oh, like Christopher and Lee. Christopher too. Lee was excellent. Yeah. I miss him. Yeah, that was great. Oh, one and shot then he has to get the candy out of the fireplace. Like, that was great. It was, like, It oh just God, seemed like, very contrived to me, man. Like, I'm not, I... I like that his dad's a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed, like, perfect. the most, like, obvious writing of yeah. all. Like, well, uh, well, you know, I like Christopher Lee. I like Christopher Lee a lot, and there's one shot of him, which is, like, I think my favorite shot of any of any movie that I've seen him in, where, like, where he goes, you know, some kids are allergic to chocolate. And, the, you know, and then Willie goes, well, maybe I'm not. And he goes, but why take a chance? And then he smiles. <laughs> and that shot of him smiling, that evil <laughs> smile, I love that shot for some reason. Like, why take a chance? <laughs> He's like, ugh. Like, so uncomfortable. Um, so I liked him. Could I ask a question to you, Sean? Like, okay, I think we all agree that Gene Wilder is the gold standard of how Willy Wonka should be. That's right. But anyone else playing that part, Johnny Depp included, is it kind of a lose? Are, are you are right, you losing right. before you even out? You're out of the gate because if you do it in the first place. Because but it's all perception, obviously, you know. So well, I so I, if someone's never seen it and they just saw the the new one, they can be like, oh, this is a great movie about whatever. I ha- I came in with all those expectations, uh, which I think most people did, to be fair, you know, um, like when the, this 2005, right? So I think I was like 14. This came out. It had been you know like a number of years since I had seen the original, which I saw a lot as a kid. Um, so this comes out and I'm like, oh yes, I I like Billy Walker, so I want to see this. I don't think I went into it. Being like, oh, they shouldn't remake one of my favorite movies. You know, I think I was excited. I went into it with a good version. mind. I thought, yeah. You know, like I wanted oh, yeah. to see it. And I want to like it. I think maybe though, some people from the audience reviews we have went into it thinking like, how dare they remake <laughs> this movie or re- do another version? But I always say to people like, this movies exist. You can still love the original. Mm. There's gonna be good remakes. There's gonna well, be do you bad think, remakes. Do you think this movie though is ultimately just a cash grab? I think you know. That I've heard that kind of thrown out there too. It's like, you know, it sells, right? It sells like a franchise people know and like, um, you know, a director that has been successful with an actor he's collaborated with before, and then also like, the, um, you know, a composer again who's worked with him before. Like, you kind of get like what I would say on paper is like, yes, this is something that will make money. But do you think there's any more integrity to it than that? I mean, Lindsay, you liked it. Like, I, I feel like you would defend it against I that. I mean, like. Okay, I can see the point of, like, it being a cash grab or whatever, but, like, think about it from your perspective as, like, a creative person. Like, when you work with people that you love and, like, do a good job, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I have, like, certain friends of mine that, like, I love to work with and I want to be creative with them, so having the opportunity to do another thing with them, of course I'm going to jump at it. So, like, I think that they do a great job together, so, like, why not keep working together and, like, you know, they're just in the position where they can make money, so then... Let's make money. It's a a win-win. And I think there is, uh, this is their fifth collaboration. But I think there's the labor of love from Tim Burton. Yeah. I think he he tries to do something different. And I think it's a walk to the ride. Yeah, they found their people. We're in an age, too, where we're seeing a lot of other kinds of remakes, you know, from Disney these days. And the biggest criticism I read about those remakes, like this year we got Lion King, Lion King, but like... Sorry, Aladdin, Aladdin King. and Lion King. <laughs> Aladdin King is like the crossover. Aladdin and Lion that, King, Dumbo. Um, uh, well, the biggest criticism I'm reading about some of these movies is that they don't do anything different. Like they are kind of like almost shot-for-shot remakes. So I feel like I've said it before, but 
at least this movie does try to do something different. Even if you don't like the choices in comparison to the original, you know, at least you're getting things that, like, are, are new. You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 you're exploring characters a different way. You're getting different takes, which is what you should do with a, a new version. Yeah, I, hey, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate them going for it. I just, like... Yeah, the original one just puts so much of my frame of how I look at it. Mm. So, like, I just never looked at Willy Wonka as, like, a creepy character. But this one, like, kind of like what you said earlier, like, the Michael Jackson vibes in there. I was just like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I but want to be part of this But it's kind of interesting because he's, like, sick and, like, crazy. But, like, he yeah, can create all this stuff. Like, it kind of gives you, like, the mad scientist vibes, which I like. It's like. Maybe they should have given him a different haircut. I think maybe they should have No, I love his whole <laughs> you like his hair? costume. I love his haircut. I love the glasses. I love the hat. I love it. Okay. I think it's like great. Was Just there like, like a fu- did he drop a funny line in there that I missed? Was there like What? Was there a funny part? It's not, he doesn't have to be funny. He's like a mad scientist character. You know, I'm, I used to have like the, the Willy Wonka, the Gene Wilder one on VHS. And I always, I'm like, this guy is so cavalier about a woman turning into, a girl turning into a blueberry. There is a creepy, like, strip the Gene Wilderness aside, there is a creepy. The original has there, some creepy uh, moments too. I don't a dark say, vibe. I don't want to say yeah, creepy. Yeah. A no, dark vibe. There, no, uh, <laughs> but this move, this version is honing in on the dark vibe. It, it yeah, owns in. Doubles down. Triples down. And, but, uh, Sean, what I wanted to do is, there's a list of names of, uh, of other actors who were in consideration and I just want to get your who okay. else could have. Yeah, I'll else. game. Now, the, if, it, uh, if Johnny Depp just couldn't do it, Tim Burns next was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And not even The Rock who we know now is like this mega A-list. This is like this is the Scorpion, Scorpion King. King. <laughs> the Rock. The Rock. That was his next choice. Interesting. This could have been his big break. Probably. I can't imagine, like, a muscular Willy Wonka. No. Like, that's outrageous. That wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Do you smell that, kids? It's ch- it's what The Rock is. It's what Willy Wonka's cooking. Like, yeah, well, that's... But that, that goes further into the cash grab theory. Because it feels like they were just like, well, The Rock's moving with Who's a certain big? demographic. I would say not in 2005, it. though. I would say, yeah, okay. like, no one... I mean, like, this now. is two fairy that's times. times. Like, I always loved The Rock, though, man. That was, I like the two fairy. That was a big... But it, it, yeah, I was a big fan of Rock since the wrestling days. But WWF, I can imagine. Let's put that on the slate too, Tooth Fairy. But there Just are other names. Uh, anyone that peek your eat, you got Bill. Basically, all the heavy hitters: Bill Murray, wow. Christopher Walken, Steve Martin, Robin Williams, Nicolas Cage, Jim Carrey, Michael Keaton, De Niro, Brad Pitt. Will Smith, Mike Myers, Ben Stiller, Leslie Nielsen, John Cleese, Eric Idle, Michael Palin, Patrick Stewart, and Adam Sandler, and in addition, Dustin Hoffman and Marilyn Manson reportedly wanted the role as well. I'm surprised Al Pacino did not want it. I was gonna say, how you doing, kids? I think Jamie Foxx would be a good one. Oh, interesting. Jamie Jam- Foxx would be coming off of Ray. Yeah, he'd be, I'm, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I think a name I heard there that I liked. Um, I would like to see the Jim Carrey. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm not. I, I've always been a big fan of Jim Carrey, and I think I would have liked that a lot. I think he would have brought something really interesting to the character. I feel like we could do like a float. Like it's like I don't want to see Bill Murray's. I don't want to see Adam Sandler's. I don't want to see I, De Niro. I, I don't want to see I De Niro. I don't think Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's a good actor, but I can't see no. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Mike Myers, I think, could. 
Maybe. Oh, yeah. I would have loved, I would've that, loved that. That, that would have been a good one. Uh, Will Smith. But the thing uh, is, if he had much... done that instead of Cat in the Hat, they might have saved his career. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm not crying for that man's career. He's doing all right. Uh, Marilyn Manson. I know, That's like, Marilyn Manson's probably the most interesting name that pops up on here, just because I feel like that would be a well, great music Well, that's video. my thing. If you were going to go creepy, go full creepy. Go Marilyn Manson, if you're going to do it. Like, the Johnny Depp thing felt like just kind of... In that the would movie. be like the like, anti-cash grab, because Marilyn Manson right. is yeah. someone who... I would have not... been more behind that. I would have <laughs> been more behind that if it was, like, closer to, like, a Rob Zombie movie than it was yeah. the Oompa Factory. This felt like the Oompa Loompa 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 directed this movie. <laughs> the Oompa wow. Loompas are guar. Like. <laughs> yeah, it felt like if you were going to do this, like in between like it's kind of dark thing and then still try to make it a family movie it was like eh, just pick a side i'd rather if it went full i mean you could have dark family movies that are even darker than this right like i appreciate movies like you know um i mean this is going back but like the never-ending story is one of my favorite childhood movies and i feel like that is a very dark movie is it? i have to see that one again it's well. I mean, that there's a horse that drowns in a swamp of sadness. Like, I think that's pretty dark. <laughs> I don't want to see like this is a family movie though. They're like this is like I don't want it to be. I always thought well, like they leaned in on the dark enough to me. Right. Like this is good for I ABC Family or Freeform or what? Like this is a like this is a movie. Maybe you might not like. Hey, we're gonna watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory tonight. But if you're you know cleaning your house. And flip it through the channels, and it's 1 p.m., and you hit on Freeform, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is on. I wouldn't turn it off. Is that what makes a good movie? A cleaning in the house in the It's background? a type of movie. It's a type, it's a of, type movie. of movie, though. That's a genre? Cleaning in the house movie. That's the fate of a lot of movies that, you know, I guess, <laughs> you know, some movies fade into obscurity, like you never hear from them again. Some movies are like the classics that people like come back to a lot, and other movies are like cable channel movies. I'll tell you this, Sean. I remember being at a yard sale once, and I saw uh, Shawshank in one of like someone was selling it for like three dollars, and it's like you can make the one of the best movies in the world, and at the end of the day, you might end up being three dollars in a bargain bin. I like, guarantee you, this movie has been in like a Walmart ninety-nine cent bin. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, well, who buys movies anymore? Uh, no, that's fair. Oh, my dear boy, but that means you've won. Oh, I do congratulate you. I really do. I'm absolutely delighted. I had a hunch, you know, right from the beginning. Well done. Now, we mustn't dilly or dally because we have an enormous number of things to do before the day's out. But luckily for us, we have the great glass elevator to speed things along. You know, the audience score for this movie is, um, is 51%. So I would say that's more of like a divide, right? It's like, if it's 51%, I mean, it's half people like it, half people didn't. Right. Yeah, but 51 is the majority. Just, yeah, but that's... that. That's, <laughs> it becomes that. law. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is just, it's a, it's a minor majority. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Like, but, if it was, if we were voting, right, and 51%... But looking average. through the audience reviews of this movie, it... It wouldn't feel like that. It, it honestly, it was like middling to none. I, I, like people were, someone was legit angry about this movie. Childhood ruined. <laughs> I, and you know yeah, what? That's a lot. Of, to me, that says a lot about them. It, it all caps. caps with childhood ruined. Exclamation marks. But that's because people come in with all these expectations and yes. like had all these like preconceived notions of what they wanted, and it didn't meet their expectations, and they were unhappy. And that's just like anything in life. Like if you expect like oh, I'm going to go to this, and it's going to be so great, blah, blah, and then it doesn't meet your expectations, you're disappointed. So it's just like, mm -hmm. like if there had there not been the first 
Charlie and the Chocolate, or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or whatever, like, people would like this movie. People would be like, oh, this was great. But because they're coming in with this, They know like, what they're comparing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah they should have gone into it maybe thinking, like, okay, this is a remake. Let me, like, try to forget about the original one. Uh, I feel like that's going to happen with older people. I, I remember a little just side story. I saw The Lion King with uh, my cousins. And I'm going in with, like, I am going in with, like, oh, how do they, how does it compare to the cartoon, which mm-hmm. I saw when I was four, seen it many times since, Masterpiece. And it's hard to be a curmudgeon when you're surrounded by families who are all laughing and stuff, and yeah. it's like, you're not going to turn to the kid next to you going, like, yeah, but it's not the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, let me, uh, it's, I, I, I think a lot of, that's where a lot of some of the criticism stems from, like, it's not the original, how mm-hmm. dare Tim Burton and Johnny Depp ruin my childhood. I think they really tried and if you have there are legit criticisms with it but i i don't see i don't see the need to write in all caps childhood ruined and also, if this ruins your childhood like you need to get a life like it's not like on. the original one is like banned. you heard it here like, first it's not like you know when this movie came out it's like all right now we're going to confiscate all the original versions and like destroy those like you can only watch they tear down the gene wilder statues and put up johnny death like you can always go back to the original Childhood ruined. The childhood was already ruined before they watched this movie. <laughs> yeah, this is, they're really, this is stemming from something else. Yeah, this is just the, they're this was the uh, into straw that broke the camel's now, back. Yeah. another uh, stem of criticisms, I think, and this is maybe more legit, is some people just found it unpleasant. Like the aesthetic, the, the, the depth. Uh, the giant. Well, one, one sequence that comes to mind, if you had to like assign the word unpleasant, is like, the burning of the puppets, I guess, like, yeah, like, that's supposed to be, like, a dark humor sort of thing, like, there's actually one shot of, like, the face completely melted off of it, like, right at the end of that sequence, and I feel like that whole thing probably, like, turned some people off, like, ooh, like, what is this? I, I, I enjoyed it, even, I didn't even hate that part, man, I, it just took a weird spin for me once they got in the factory, and yeah. once you brought in the new Oompa Loompas, I was like, uh, I, I thought the burning the things was burning the puppets was funny, and then yeah. he like makes a joke that they have like a puppet hospital. Like, like, yeah, yeah, the puppet hospital. That's great. Like, yeah, that's new. Yeah, but I like that. <laughs> There's Oompa carrying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that, but uh, like I was like, oh, I totally forgot that he burns down like the puppets. I'm like, oh, okay. That's I think that's the tone that like that's the scene that you show if you're gonna like this movie. There's some lines, I have to say, like, because that puppet scene just reminded me, after that happens, then you meet, you know, that's the introduction of Willy Wonka, and he comes up, and he has this very strange line where he goes, like, good morning, sunshine, the earth says hello. I get that, <laughs> Awkward, and then it's like an awkward silence, and he's like, uh, okay, next card. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I like, some choices like that, I'm like, all right, that to me, I think is supposed to be a joke, but I don't understand what... That is her, like, why anyone would ever say well, that. Well, that's a song. It's because he's, like, so... He's been, like, cooped up in this factory. He, like, doesn't have great people skills. So he, uh, like... Okay. You know, he's, like, planning, like, what he's going to say to all these people. And he was like, all right, let's do something friendly. Or maybe he got the Oompa Loompas. Hello, sunshine. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, that's a bizarre so, one. And that's why it's, like, funny, because he's, like, so bad at saying it. And, like, mm-hmm. just doesn't come across great. Well, that, yeah, that's... Right. that's uh, I, I, that's how a song starts. I can't like I. Uh, this is stemming from my Simpsons knowledge that I know it's a song, but that uh, that's the only reason why I got that reference. It's not to me. It's not out of the blue, but I imagine 
it's very it's a deep cut of a reference. That was like lost on me. I was like, what is what in the world is that line? Like that might be a little bit of a nitpick, but I feel like the movie had a few other moments like that where there was just like a, he had an interesting line. Well, I'm like, I have no idea what he's talking about, but I guess that's the character. Uh... Heavens, I haven't seen bicuspids like these since... Since... Willie. Hi, Dad. Can we talk about the music? Yeah, so the song... Can we talk about the music? Yeah, so, I mean, first of all, the score, Danny Elfman... This is like your like typical Danny Elfman score, I guess, you know. Um, and I, I like again, they're trying to set this tone like you know, kind of a darker vibe for this right. movie. But I don't really know if it's that memorable. I, no. As I said, name me one song, name me one melody from the new one. A rather different set of friends. Like, okay, I'll say that one song when they're talking about how, like, Rook is making friends with the garbage. I think that kind of... That like, stuck with you? It stuck with me a little bit. Augustus Gloop, Augustus Gloop, you big fat ninny nincompoop. That's the only one I remember. But I'll does it either. But does it stand with you like... No, no, yeah, no. I don't care where you are, where you're from, you hear that jam... I feel like both songs, both from like um, the Oompa Loompa songs from the original and these Oompa Loompa songs are like anti-hits. They're like purposely like these weird sort of tunes that are not like... Are they? Is that, is that the idea? Did I miss that? Was it like they're purposely well, supposed to be I'll say this. The trash? original versions had... <laughs> the original version, you know, obviously has some classic songs too, but they had a couple stinkers too. Like, I feel like the song Cheer Up Charlie was universally fast-forwarded on every VHS sure. that had. 100%, but I'll take cl a few classic jams out of this, uh -huh. out of the original, and then on this one, there isn't a classic it's jam. It's the Candyman, there's no that's, this, that's, Willy, that's, that's Willy Wonka, right? That's the original Wonka. There's no songs before, in this movie, in the 2005 version, there are no songs before they get into the factory, so it turns into a musical, like, halfway, right. which I thought was kind of funny. I think during the part with, uh, like, the Candyman, like, where the Candyman song would have appeared, uh -huh. and Charlie first gets the ticket, I just, I was, I think I was, like, flabbergasted by some of the people's, like, bids. It's like, I'll give you $50 and a bike. <laughs> it's like, you know he has, like, the goldie, and it's like, I'll give you 500 like you gotta aim higher than that. It's like let the kid ha let the kid. I'll suck your dick, Charlie. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Uh, there was um, that whole sequence when like the other kids are getting the um, getting their tickets. There's a lot of like tight shots, you know, and some of the like extras. I feel like there's lots of like facial reactions or sometimes it's like really like slowly paced. Like one scene, I was like, get on with it, like from Monty Python was when Augustus Gloop is like, when I took the bite, I couldn't tell. Is this nougat? Caramel? And he like lists like ten other things it could be, and I'm like, I get it! Like, you bit into the ticket, get on with it. So little things, like, I feel like the pacing and that that part, like, until you get to the factory, and it's similar to the first movie, like, you just want to get into the factory already. Like, you know, like, give them the tickets, like, let's get in there already. They're lucky that glass elevator work the way it did. I, like, yeah. <laughs> Do you like this glass elevator more than the original one? This one was an actual glass elevator. I don't know what the original one was. That was not real. <laughs> didn't look I think like... I liked, if I remember, if I remember everything from Willy Wonka, I, 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 
I think everything that was practical in Charlie worked for me, and that's why I like the squirrels and mm-hmm. finding out that they were real squirrels just makes it better. But I think the CGI with the glass elevator was just like, oh, I'm like the. I, I think like the green screen shows a little more. I mean, that's another thing that maybe dates a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, that's another like digital CGI component that, um, you know, this is 14 years ago, and not everything will will hold up. But just going back for a sec, weirdly enough, I actually liked a lot of it before they went into the factory. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I was like, I kind of like this movie. I like how it's set enough. And it fell apart once they meet Johnny Depp. Once they met Johnny, which is so weird, because I really do. I think he's like top five for me, like best actors ever. Mm. But for it's so strange when he comes into this movie. I'm just like, ah. mm. it's just the choices. It's like, just, it, it's, the yeah, that, that, that's the thing. I think it could be like the direction of it too. Exactly, like the whole thing is just like a choice of like, he's not gonna be, uh, whatever Gene Wilder's character was. He's just gonna be straight creep. Like we're just gonna mm. be creepy Wonka, and that just okay. you gotta give him like a, like and I know you. Like, there's an A for effort where he's not doing Gene Wilder. Right, But right. I don't necessarily agree right. with the... Pro- I, I'm now I'm kind of curious I wish it was a little see- more whimsical. I wish there was a little more give, a little more fun. Maybe a little more it. energy? Yeah. Like, or is that maybe, like, this movie, again, is, like, a little more slowly paced? It's mm-hmm. a little more, like, deeper dive with the darks. So maybe it's not supposed to be a more upbeat, yeah. energetic thing. But maybe it could have benefited from maybe just a little more. I kind of now want to see Christopher Walken. Charlie, eat the chocolate. Charlie, I eat the chocolate. Charlie, what comes to mind for me, Tim Burton and Christopher Walken is uh, the headless horseman oh, <laughs> with those like, the, those like, um, those teeth, like those like grinded down <laughs> teeth. Imagine just take that and then put a top hat on it. That's Christopher Walken's uh, Willy Wonka. There is one critic review that I think kind of sums up my feelings about it. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is not a total triumph, but it's successful enough to linger in your men- memory. For the most part, pleasantly. As I'm vacuuming the house, <laughs> Again, I, it's one Netflix o'clock. It, and like, Netflix it, free form it, whatever it is. It's gonna be, uh, you know, it's it's. I mean, it hasn't faded into obscurity, so it has it has stuck with us, you know. Um, for better, for worse, I think when people say like, "What's the weirdest Johnny Depp?" Like yeah. or awful, like people point to this movie, but I think, I think everything else about this movie is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, you shouldn't, I don't think you should, like, totally dismiss a film based on, like, one person that you don't like. Um, you Sorry. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I, mean you know, I don't think you're doing that, but I think a lot yeah. of other people are just like, oh, Johnny Depp, no thanks. And, uh, yeah, it's a shame, because you know, there's a lot, a lot of people put work into a movie, so I, I don't think a movie's ever really, um, you know, hinges on one person. So I think now we can maybe, though, move on to our, our final segment where we'll just um, give our personal scores uh, of percentages. So we'll go around, what percent approval would you give this? And then we'll average that together to come up with our, get your calculator out there. Yeah, <laughs> if it's above 60, that's a fresh. We side with the critics. If it's below 60, that's a rotten. We're signing with the audiences. So Lindsay... We'll start with you. What is what percentage approval do you give this Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I'm gonna give it like an eighty-two. Eighty-two percent. So pretty much in line with the yeah. Craig scores. All right, Sean, what do you think? All right, we're gonna give her a forty-six. Ooh, forty-six. 46. So lower than the audiences <laughs> gave it. 46. Very specific. Uh, well, you know, that's speaking from the heart there. 
That's right. So, uh, you know, give it an honest score, not just trying to drag down the average there, I, I hope. Know. That's that's where I'm at. Okay, okay. That's where I'm at. That's fair. Keith? I'm going to give it a solid 70. Okay. I'm going to give it a solid, like, just, like, uh, yeah, like a good C, C plus, I, yeah. All right, uh, I feel like I went back and forth in this. I thought I would give this a lower score when I first went into this, but I feel like I've been swayed a little bit. So I'll probably give this uh, also a 70%. 70. I feel like, you know, that to me is a score that says... <laughs> Sorry, Lindsay's giving me this personal like victory won for something. <laughs> she won I did Listen, win. We don't I need to win. get between you two guys here, you know, uh, not to cause any, like, qualms here. <laughs> don't oh, fight, guys. Well, I think we 70, love you. 70% to me says, you know, like, I think that there's, um, there's a lot of good in here. Could have been better. Yes. I think there was room there that they could have made some better choices, but they made choices, and I feel like that's better than making no choice at all and just doing a shot for shot. So uh, that's kind of where I'm coming from. So Keith, what's, a, what's like a 50 for you? 50 for me is a movie that... Um, Give me an example. I mean, 50 for me is like not good, but not like the worst. I feel like 50 for me might be a movie that like I'll, I wish I might not even have seen. You know, like, like, I don't know, just like a, like a comedy that's not funny. And I feel like it was a waste of time. Like mm-hmm. I kind of more interested in movies that are like a 10% that are so bad that I'm like, wow, like you can really talk about that. The troll that's twos of the world. Yeah. I can't yeah. think of it. Like I, I was at 50%. It's like a movie that was just kind of like, you know, like what was the point? Like, like the new Indiana Jones is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you know, like it's even, you know, it's so, it's so down the middle that it's, so I think that's the worst spot you could be in from a movie point of view. Right. It's just average. No impression at all. It just, right. like, you know, goes yeah. over your head. Yeah. I just want... That, that's interesting, because I'm, like, trying now to think of movies that I think are mediocre, and I just watched that new Godzilla movie, and I did say to myself, I think I have to watch that again, because I don't know how I feel about it, but I don't feel good, but it's not necessarily bad, but I, de- I don't want to watch this again anytime soon. So I think Godzilla, the new one, comes to mind. But with our four powers combined, it ends up being a 67, which I actually think is appropriate for this movie. I think that's pretty appropriate. That kind of sounds like uh, the general vibe we're getting here. Um, That's, yeah, I think that's enigmatic. So, you know, I'm sorry, Sean, but that is on the... uh, Actually, I feel like that's like kind of right in the middle too between the two scores, but that is technically on the fresh side of the meter. You win, Lindsay. So hey, it's not about winning; it's about sharing opinions and the friends we made along the way. But you know. But if there was a winner, <laughs> I would be the winner. Yes. Uh, all right, fair enough. So uh, I hereby decree that this podcast deciding what. The critics on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Boo! Boo the yes. critics! <laughs> Quiet. Well, you know, Quiet from the peanut gallery. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry, Sean, but uh, you know that's just how how it worked out here. So, uh, but thanks you guys anyway for for coming yeah, here. Yeah, thanks for being here, guys. And uh, joining cool. our podcast. If there's anything you want to just quickly uh, promote, uh, you know, to the listeners. Lindsay on now yoga. Yeah, come do yoga with me if you're in Jersey. LindsayOnnellYoga.com. Come through. That's right. That's right. Well, we won't talk about chocolate or movies, but you'll leave feeling better than you do. <laughs> you won't. You won't leave out. You won't leave the movie like like thinned out to like paper thin like the one kid did. Oh yeah. <laughs> you won't leave with blue skin. or the blueberry. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, and Sean? Yep, Lindsay Monal Yoga all day, baby. <laughs> all right. Oh. All day. We'll Check post... out Frog Boys, too. Oh, Frog yeah, absolutely. We'll um, post the links underneath or yeah. to the side, however we do it. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll figure it out, but you'll, we'll direct you their way. Uh, but, you know, thanks, everyone, for listening, and check us out next time for another Divided Film. Thank you.